Thanks for joining us on our podcast, We Are More Than Menopause. Allie and I have been best friends since we were 14 and have always leaned on each other through our entire life cycles. Throughout our friendship, we relied on advice from authors and books like Judy Bloom. and as we got older, we read The Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy. When we raised our daughters, we read Girlology, but we found that during midlife, there was no guide. So we went back to each other and realized we had to be the guides. And then we thought, hmm, what do other people do that don't have a girlfriend to chat with? So here we are, your girlfriends guiding you through, sharing what we've learned, our trials, our tribulations, the nitty gritty, not so pretty parts, and all the ways we can embrace this stage of our life. Because ladies, we are more than menopause. We are on our 11th episode, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, please go to Apple, subscribe. Leave us a review. It's really, really important. We really appreciate it. Appreciate your support. Thank you. So yeah. we're, we're going to dive in. You ready? Ready. Okay. What's our topic today? So I think our topic is uh, becoming invisible in mm. midlife. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes. So I feel like we spent our years, our maybe we were probably a little bit more sexualized in terms of... Um, mm-hmm. You know, we owned our bodies and we mm-hmm. owned the role of our bodies. And so right. I don't even know for me when I was in, I was in graduate school and I was like using my nature with one of my professors and, <laughs> and he with me said, you have to stop using your body to get what wow. you want. You can get what you want by using your brain. I was like, Pah. wow. I was wow. like, that just but, like, know, we didn't, my but at that time, too, and I, I want to have a disclaimer here, in the 80s, I wasn't sexually abused or anything like that, but we were sexualized by men, and we were, and that was common, and it wasn't talked about, and it was like, well, he finds me attractive. So I, I will say that my daughter, our daughters, would be horrified, horrified. 100%. You know, how we utilized our sexual nature and just kind of flirty bantering, mm-hmm. not touching and not going inappropriate. No, nope. I mean, I was in sales. I was in advertising sales and yeah, you know, yeah. men loved when I came in the door and they bought a lot from me and they didn't, right. you know, I didn't have to show them anything or doing. They just liked the interaction. But the truth of it is that I felt pretty. I felt seen. Right. And I think, that, that maybe my- somehow somewhere we learned that if we if we show up that way if we use those mm-hmm. skills we can get what we need right um, and you know i love that today girls don't do that i love right. that no today, right especially because my our daughters i don't want my right. daughters doing that no you know? i mean i don't have to they don't. And right. I love that. And, and, right. you know, we have, we have beautiful, smart daughters and mm-hmm. they're strong women. And I, and I wonder, interesting, I wonder if because they're so strong and then who they are mm-hmm. themselves, they are. that they don't need to do that. And so I think that that's a benefit, but I think what happens is one day we wake up and you realize that we're not seen anymore. Right. Right. And so that's when, and, and, everybody's it it happens at different times does it happen after you've started having children does it happen when you 
start to see age in your face? When does it really start? It's different for every woman. So that's why I don't want to say that this is part of the aging. It is part of the aging. It is part of aging. Yeah. But it also is part of a transition, you know, so looking for that validation from somebody else. I don't need that anymore. Oh, it's so funny. I was just going to say that. So we go Mm -hmm. from the external need for validation to an internal Internal, need for validation. And I think that's where our strength lies, right? Our superpower. And it's really about owning our power of ourselves. So that's exactly right. Yeah. Stepping into our power. But at 57, I can't say that I owned that at 50 or 40. I have to say that I'm continually evolving and making myself better, but I also have the time on my hands to be able to go inward and do the things that are for me that I wasn't able to do while I was raising my children, or I didn't take the advantage of it because I was so busy taking care of everybody else that I didn't take care of myself. So I wasn't exercising. I was feeding family, not for me. I was all the money was spent on taking care of the children's needs and not really shopping for the right clothes or the right shoes for myself. I wasn't the priority. And now I am. And that's a wonderful part of being in my 50s. So that's actually the part of the gifts that come with aging, mm-hmm. right? And so now I feel like when I walk down the street and I smile, I'm smiling for me. Maybe. I'm not smiling right. for someone else. I yes. Have their reaction. Right. Yes. I, I was um, I was running this morning. I was listening to a podcast and it always makes me laugh. I, I listen mm-hmm. to Smartless, right? So they make me laugh out loud. And they so do. I'm running on this trail and I'm, I'm laughing and people are coming towards me, looking at me. <laughs> I look yeah. like a crazy person. Right. And I'm just smiling and they're smiling back at me. Yeah. Because I feel good. And when we release that into the the universe, I think it comes back to us. But we have to we have to own that ourselves. Own it. And we have to get there. We have to get there. I mean, because it took me a shift to be able to realize that I'm allowed to do this, that I'm allowed to feel good for myself. I'm allowed to take time for myself. I'm allowed to make myself a priority. Allison, you need to require yourself. Require. Show up for yourself the way you require other people to do certain things, right? We had certain requirements of our children. They had to do Mm -hmm. certain chores and do certain things and they had to study and they had to do things that were important because that's what our values drove, Mm -hmm. right? So right. when we value something, we prioritize it. So yeah, yes, owning, owning it and prioritizing it, and making it a point for self-care, right? finding joy, find something that we love to do. Love. Right, right. And that's been a gift. Absolutely. But I'm going to talk about the other side, because even though we know we can do this, we, we still get hung up on our own self-image and, and of course. one of, of course. 
And one of the things with my self-image is my age. And I work in a tech environment. I work with a lot of startup people. And I, in my profession, I'm the oldest. It's, it's, it's very clear. And I was interviewing for a new position this last couple of weeks. And the interviews went great. I kept moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And the last interview was an hour and a half long. We had these great discussions. I was bringing all of my experience to the table with all the things that I can, because they were like, we're starting on a new L&D. What can you do? And I gave them all these ideas, which now think about it. I gave them a lot of great ideas. But at the very end, now, everyone that I was interviewing with up until this point have been in their early 20s. They're my children's age. And that's fine. I'm confident in myself. I know I am where I'm at today because of my experience and because of my knowledge and my thirst to learn. And in this interview, this, this last was she was the VP of the company. And she was probably 32. Yes. And which is fine. Which is fine. Interview was going great. The very last question was, you have so much wealth of experience. You definitely know your role. You know what you're doing. But tell me, what else could you bring to our company besides experience? Now. Looking back, there's many different ways that I could have handled that. But I stumbled because I'm like, well, everything that I've done in my life and all my experience brings robust things to the table that I've been talking about for 90 minutes. Um, so I didn't, I, I just didn't have a good feeling about it. I felt like, okay, we see you're an old lady, but are you going to fit in here? It's so, that's, that's so interesting because... That's what you internalized. Right. Right. Because you felt like that. Like, how could you have turned that around to let your experience be your superpower? What do I you did. think you? And that's, and that's exactly what I, how I turned it around. And I said, well, my experience brings a lot of knowledge and strength, but it also brings a lot of humility because I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've learned from the mistakes. You know, I, I was able to turn it around, but I knew, I knew at that point that ageism was a factor and that's okay because I have a great job and I turned out to be a good thing, but I don't want to say that ageism isn't a reality. It is. It's, it is definitely a real thing. Oh my gosh. And, of course it is. And it's okay because there's plenty of room for all of us, but that ageism absolutely is one of the factors of, of feeling insecure, feeling um, invisible, those feelings of, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever is, is, is a factor. And I don't think that we should ignore it. I think that we can take steps to, be empowered by it. I wonder, um, I wonder if you could have taken the job mm -hmm. to show them that age actually is a gift. That that's a great idea, but I wasn't offered the job. I got an email the next day that said, 
Thank you very much. It's very clear that you have lots of experience and, you know, it was beautiful and, you know, you could do this and that and this and that. However, at this point, you're just not a good fit for our, for our, for our culture. Wow. Which I understand in one sense. And I wouldn't feel comfortable there. Right. However, there is a point of invisibility there. That's where we have to go in from the inside and shift people's perspective. That's up to us to do. And, and I think we are all doing that because we're adept at what we do, but these things are going to come up just like in race relations. You know, it's not going to go away because we are all saying, doesn't bother me. We're going to ignore it and all that. It's real. It's real. Uh, Gender inequality is real. And so is ageism. It's all real. And I think that what we can do is surround ourselves with positive influences, make the choices for the, the jobs that are going to be positive for us, make the choice to surround ourselves with people that are positive for us, because we do have a choice. We can advocate for ourselves, right? And t- take our strength and use it as a superpower. Right. And so that means owning everything that we are and that we have and dressing in a way that makes us mm-hmm. feel confident. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what if the style is. No. Right. No. So it doesn't matter no. if you're wearing skinny what jeans you or feel. if you're wearing bell bottoms or low rise or high rise. Right. Mm-hmm. We should dress with confidence. And I feel like we if we own all of those parts of us and, and we feel good from the inside out, that that's mm-hmm. what we radiate and that's what we communicate to other people. And that starts with self-care. Back back to that thing again where it's a blessing where we're at, but we have to take advantage of our blessings and we have to take advantage of this gift that's been given to us that we have the time and the resources and the knowledge to take care of ourselves, And we know we need to do it, whether it's, you know, exercise and diet and clothing and, and walking and having friendships and community and all those things. If we haven't done those so far, we need to embrace all of them now. Right. And I agree. I, and I think that community is a huge part of it. Because we gain our strength from our sisters, from Mm -hmm. our people and talking about it and just like complaining about it. I mean, like really embracing and having deep discussions and meaningful discussions and talking about how we can all move forward together, right? Like you, you found a workout friend, Mm -hmm. right? One of your best friends, right? right? You go together, Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's, it's a new goal. It's a, you just started doing it again. I mean, not that working out piece, but going to a gym, right? And so there's a strength in community. There's a strength in numbers. Yep. And And that's the reason why we started. We are. It was just coming out of my house. I mean, this is what we were sitting around and we're like, where's our community? Where's our people? You know, they all were our children's. Our people were our children's parents, friends. And those are, so our so now is our community and now is where we can talk about it. And that's where we are more than menopause comes in. And, you know, also the, the new program that, that we've developed, the um, menopause coaching can give us a little bit of a background of 
what we can gain from that whole experience of having a menopause coach and how that can affect our self-care. You know, I, I think that we we kind of stumbled into this time of our life. We all have stumbled into this a little, maybe surprisingly, mm-hmm. and with a little bit of shock. And there has been this sense of great feeling stuck and a mm-hmm. sense of loss and yeah. a sense that, of internal chaos. There's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. been a, a really big transition, but it, 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 I think it also came, comes as a surprise. Like, oh, absolutely. Holy shit. Well, well like, I thought I was going crazy. Right. Know? What I mean, the hell is happening? Right. So, right. and that's where I think that the menopause support and you and I looked to each other for all of that crap as we're like stepping through it and and our our circle of friends and so when we when we kind of came through and we're Mm -hmm. still going through but when we came through on the other side we're like holy shit we all need somebody to help guide us through all of this because there's so much information we didn't know Mm -hmm. and i mean we're continuing to learn because there's information continuing to evolve well we have specialists now that we have built our community around and that share these these this wealth of knowledge that women don't know they're not right. being told by their doctors they're not being told by their therapists they're not given the information that is available now to yeah, if, you're, if you're not plugged into somebody who is right. aware of it then you're not going to be aware know. of it. You don't know right. what you don't know. So that's where the the guidance and the support comes from. It comes from the need to be in touch with what's happening with our bodies and being in touch with what's happening with our brains and guiding through so that everybody else doesn't feel so lost and so afraid and, and afraid to even say certain things out loud, like, am right. I going crazy? Right. Um, so well, it's all about guiding know- through the process. And I know one of the hardest things was to say the word menopause, Uh, just to admit that when I was in perimenopause, that that's what it was. Uh, My husband thought he was being funny and said something about, well, now that you're in menopause and I was, I was in perimenopause, but I lost my, I lost it on him. Don't you ever, (laughs) ever say that again. Don't you ever breathe that word ever in my presence. Do you understand? I mean, I was, and he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And, I and isn't it, here we are, like, by the way, a year and a half later, and we are talking about the word menopause everywhere. Right. We right. say it on planes. We say it, right. you know, in, on when Instagram. When we first journey, I still struggled with saying the word. <laughs> You're so I funny. did. It was still a hard word for me because I thought of menopause as, well, I'm old. And there's nothing left of me. I'm now invisible, all of that. And that's part of that stigmatism, which society has put on us as well, that has helped or hindered us and made us feel invisible to where if we just don't admit to this, it doesn't exist. And I won't be invisible anymore. 
So that's what our coaching program is all about. And it is all about owning where you are and owning who you are and doing some of the work to help figure out mm-hmm. who you are and how to take the next steps. Because here, this is where we are. We are in this right. chapter, right? right? And we are turning the freaking pages every day. We are yep. turning the pages and we are figuring out how to own in our superpowers. And and honestly, I have to say, aging really is a superpower. It is a it is. gift because the alternative well, sucks, yeah. right? Yeah. We know that. The alternative yeah. sucks. So here's where we are. What are we doing with it? And, and how can that we, is how what- How can we embrace it to yes. make this stage of our life the best yet because this stage of our life is honestly our longest stage from perimenopause to end of life is one of our longest stages in our life so we need to embrace it so one of the things that we can do is we can share with our listeners that on our website we are more than menopause we have this fabulous gift that you can go ahead and grab it's free we've worked um, a lot of hours to put in this free gift and it's a guide to menopause and it is a a symptom identifier and as well as a tracker and it's just got some really good tips things that we've learned along the way so go ahead and grab that free gift um, and, then, and it's going to be, it's going to be the real stuff. It is mm-hmm. not, no, it, uh, it's not going to sugarcoat it. It, it. It's what your doctors don't tell you, but your girlfriends yes, will tell you. Your girlfriend it will is tell you. what we call the nitty gritty, not so pretty. Yeah, um, the so. Yes. And then we will be launching our coaching program real soon. And we will have all that information will be on the website. We are more than menopause as well. So follow us. Subscribe follow to our us. podcast. Subscribe. We are more than good reviews. Give us any reviews. (laughs) Share with your friends, your girlfriends. All right, Allie. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye bye.